cannabis topics in less than 10 minutes. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Dime. I'm Brian Fields, and with me, as always, I've got my right-hand man, Kellen Finney. And this week, we've got a very special guest, another East Coaster, New York's own, Mike Major, founder of Green Lane Communications. Mike, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? And I'm doing great. I always love talking to other fellow New Yorkers that are in the cannabis space, so uh, it's the pleasure's mine. I want to kind of talk more about your, your making the pivot into cannabis. Obviously, in New York, as Kellen was saying, we're a little bit behind. So what does the surrounding people in your life say when you're like, hey, I'm pivoting my life, I'm moving into cannabis? What's the natural kind of conversation like? So at first, I knew that it wouldn't be a good reaction. It would be like, what? Like, what are you doing? Like, it kind of just seems like you're going off into this crazy direction. So I didn't really talk too much about it. I just did it. And things were really starting to take off. And that's when I started to talk about it a little bit more with you know friends, family, people in New York. And at first, they were kind of like, a little bit taken back by it, but then they were also like very, very intrigued. So let's start about that conversation. When you're having conversations with people in the space, you know, what's a typical conversation like from like an educational standpoint? Where do you try to guide them? What information do you think is really important for people to know that are that are maybe newer to the industry? There are two conversations that I typically have, and it might be somebody who's just new to using cannabis-based products. And the other conversation is there's somebody who's new to the industry and they want to break out in it. And I think for the industry part of that question, it's, I always emphasize relationships. And I know my business is based on relationships, just being in PR. And so what I always say is do your best to just build trust, build rapport and play the long game because there is no other game. So let's kind of dive into your company, Mike. What's a common conversation you're having with your clients? Yeah, great question. So with, with new clients that, or, or people that, that come to me, a lot of times that conversation starts out with, hey, listen, we've accomplished X, Y, Z. And they'll usually list out you know, a number of accolades or really, really big game-changing achievements that the company's done internally, or maybe the impact that it's made on a particular focus group in the industry. And then their main question is, you know, how do we get this out there? How do we tell our story? We have something here, but we just don't know how to actually put it together and then get it out there and amplify that awareness. So that's typically how conversations start. And the, the typical day-to-day conversations with clients are just staying up to date on what's happening in terms of business development, what new partnerships are, are forming, and then just getting an understanding of where they are, who they are, what they do, and why they do it, and where they want to go. Do you feel like when you're trying to pitch some of your clients that sometimes there's a, the cannabis stigma where people are a little more hesitant? Do you, how do you have those conversations? Yeah. Cannabis-focused outlets, they are in it, so they understand cannabis a little bit differently. And they probably come from a different place than some of the more mainstream outlets. But I will say it really helps whether you're pitching to more mainstream outlets or whether you're pitching to cannabis-focused outlets. It really helps when you take a very professional, polished approach. And I don't mean to be buttoned up when you're not a buttoned up brand. Well, cannabis is a lot of things. There are additional challenges in cannabis from a marketing sense. And, and Mike, I want to go back to you on this because I'm curious as if 
with some of the first time founders, they approach you and they're like, Hey, like, let's take this approach. And you're like, Hey, sorry about that. But like in cannabis, we can't do X, Y, and Z. Do you have those conversations at all? Yeah. I mean, I've had every conversation under the sun and that conversation typically goes over pretty well because I'll always preface it with being like, I'm here to offer you just what I've experienced. And based on that experience and based on some of the results, good and bad, I just want to share this information with you, whatever you do with it. So at the end of the day, like you are in your driver's seat, you can do whatever it is you want. But if you ask me, I would advise against it because of X, Y, Z. You know, continuing on that route, Mike, like when people are shaping that story, how do you get down to that true story is really art. So Mike, is there techniques that you can recommend to people that are trying to craft that cannabis story? I mean, the story has to be genuine, right? But overall, what I always recommend is identify who your client avatar is. So who's like your ideal client, your dream client? I think that's a really good point. So I guess for the people who are on the fence and wondering if PR is a good resource for them, you know, is there a couple markers or or thought through checklists that you would recommend for someone on the fence? Yeah. So for anybody on the fence, I always start with this. And I start with this because there's a lot of confusion between advertising and PR. Advertising is when you desire for the end goal to be for people to click on something or see something and then go buy your product. So you see an ad on Instagram or you see an ad on a billboard. You just want people, you know, go to the dispensary, go to the dispensary. So that's the end result or what people desire when they really need advertising. But with PR, you want the end result to be when somebody consumes a piece of content, whether it's a written article, whether it's a podcast, you want people to walk away after they've consumed it and say, whoa, that's important. Two totally different things, two totally different things that they accomplish. And so I always put that disclaimer, if you will, like very, very early on in conversations. Because if you're looking for advertising, like I'm not going to be your guy. And if I try to convince you that that PR is what you need, you're going to hate me because you're not going to get the same results as advertising and vice versa. Right. So some people think that they need advertising when they really need PR and it goes the other way around as well. So I read one of your recent articles and I want to pick your brain on this because I was I was really excited about it. Cannabis companies that prioritize this feature are typically more profitable. Kind of dive in, take us through the process on creating a title like that. Is there like, is it intended? Like, can you share some ideas on that? Because I think it's brilliantly done. So anytime there's a title, whether it be the subject line of an email, whether it's a subject line or whether it's a title of an article, your, your goal is to always just get people's attention at the, at the very least. Because if they're not going to see it, if they're just going to blow past it, what good is the content that you spend hours developing on the inside, whether it's the body of an email or an actual article? And then I always like to back up the title to make sure that it's not considered clickbait or somebody clicks on it and then says, eh, that's, that, that was a good title, but this is just awful. Like This has nothing to do with the title. The, the way I like to make sure that that doesn't happen is to make sure that I can quantify or I have done research that quantifies whatever statement it is that I'm making. Mike, since you've been in the cannabinoid industry, what has been your biggest misconception? Oh, that's a really good question. My biggest misconception is that because the industry moves so fast, I thought that everybody did everything super fast. So like, for example, sometimes you wake up and there's total like 180 news regarding, you know, maybe like a 
bill for legalization, or there's, there's some kind of like advancement that you were like, well, that came out of nowhere. Awesome. But that totally came out of nowhere. Just because the industry moves like that and moves that quickly does not mean that everybody that you're going to work with also moves that quickly. And so that kind of caught me by surprise, but understanding how people work and what their turnaround times are and things like that, that's a very important thing to understand and respect also. If you could sum up your experience in a main takeaway or lesson learned to pass onto the next generation, what would it be? Relationship capital is incredibly, I was going to say it's more valuable than gold, but with the way gold's going right now, I don't know. <laughs> but man, relationship capital, like stack that up. Mike, what is the best way for cannabis companies to add value to their organizations marketing wise right now that most are not doing? Start a podcast. Kellen? I'm going to go with consumer facing brands and I'm going to say more traditional marketing techniques. Um, podcast is a great one. It is, is exhausting. It's it's tiring and it's harder than I ever realized it could possibly be. I think being authentic would be so valuable. And the one idea that came to mind when you guys were talking was like getting an inside look behind some of these companies on what goes on. I think it's so fascinating from like a documentary standpoint. The industry is moving so fast, and the things that are going on are so are ridiculous because. These companies are scaling. They're trying to build out the, these obstacles. They're dealing with ups and downs throughout the day. They're looking for employees. They're doing vendor days. I, I think if we could get an inside look, if one of these MSOs or one of these smaller companies, just a simple documentary approach and just kind of gave an inside look of what's going on in one of these companies, I think that would build up such brand trust and understanding just by seeing how it works. And I think you'd be able to deliver a different type of value than you could in a non-traditional style approach. Mike, for our followers that want to get in touch, they want to learn more, where can they reach you? Yeah, uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, that's probably my favorite platform. And then if you want to visit the website, greenlanecommunication.com. Um, or you can send me an email, mike at greenlanecommunication.com. Uh, and I'll get back to you pretty quickly. I'm always up for a good cannabis chat. Well, thanks so much for your time, Mike. We'll look forward to talking to you soon. You too, fellas. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Yelland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. 
We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode.